Hello. Everybody, welcome back to our little corner of the internet and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're back. Yes, we uh, are. Yes, sir. What was this? Is this episode number 40? This is the big 40. Four, zero? Four, zero. You know, I think it's time that Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast went down with a doctor for a colonoscopy. <laughs> Yeah, just like old man Mike. We're we're getting up there. Yeah, we're getting for sure. We're on the road to 50. We are on the road. Yes, sir. And once we hit 50, we'll be getting the road to 69. Nice. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for tuning in once again, ladies and gentlemen. Or if you're here for the first time, I am one of your hosts, Andrew. I am Marquise. And I am the big fat nerd himself, Max. Yeah, based on the scores we've got tallied yeah. so far, you are a big ass geek ass loser ass nerd, one, actually. Yes, sir. Largest one. Yeah, heavy load this guy is. Of course, like I said, thank you for tuning in to this episode. You can follow us on Twitter, and I mean, I want everyone listening to follow us on Twitter at TLProRestPod. We also have a Patreon if you're feeling crazy and dummy and cracked. We have some Patreon content for you to check we out. We have some Patreon Ye- content. Whoa. If you are, if you happen, listener, you, lovely, beautiful person, whoever you may be, if you happen to be a, a fan, perhaps, of All Elite Wrestling, perhapsably, probably, based on the fact you're listening to a wrestling podcast right now. Yeah, there's a fair chance if you're interested in those types of things on our patreon every week you can uh check out our lovely host max break down the past week in aew uh between dynamite rampage even some quick results breakdowns of whatever bullshit it's up to him it's his show he does what the hell he wants yeah it's all him started yeah it would be my show started with the Uh, pay-per-view full gear yeah yeah so there uh currently there are two episodes up right now of full gear, full review, full gear. We went match by match for a good card. It was a fun time. And then uh, Dynamite and Rampage from November 17th and November 19th. Those are currently up on the Patreon right now. Yes, sir. For $1, $5, and $10 tiers. So yeah, if you got a dollar and hey, you want to hey. hear me shit on the inner circle for a couple minutes and then <laughs> praise the hell out of Brian Danielson. Oh. Go go hang out with that man. Well, uh, it was a good time. Who doesn't love who Brian Danielson? Yeah, who would not want to listen to such a, a glorious thing? Honestly. Honestly. Of course, we're on literally every podcast platform under the sun. You know, Apple Podcasts, Google's Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, Podbean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Owltail Blueberry. Yada, 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 anchor. Of course. You know, let me do the, uh, I haven't done it in a long time. I'll do it right on air. See if there are any new websites or, or platforms that we have any new spot for us? Up on. Yeah. Have we, have we expanded even further worldwide than we already have? Okay. See the, see Apple, see Google. Pod Bay. Pod Bay. Yeah. Not Pod Bay. Pod, Pod Bay. Bay. Pod is that, Bay. is that B-A-Y? 
Uh, yes, it is. Oh, not pod like. Damn, no. that's my pod bay. No, no. Damn, no, that's no, my pod bay, no. bro. Listen notes. Listen notes. Com. All right. Shout out to the people listening to us on listen notes. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Radio Public. Ivy. Ivy. Oh, oh we're Ivy League. Ah, Ivy. Ah, the Ivy League. Sick. Mm, let's see. One more. Uh, I think that's all the new ones. So we, we, we've reached three new platforms. Yeah, it looks like. Oh, baby! Like I said, worldwide, and we're worldwide. literally on every podcast platform you could ever, bro. If any, if anyone out there is listening on a podcast platform that we haven't mentioned or we've never mentioned, find us on Twitter. Let us know. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work. You know what? We'll, we'll you know, we can really develop, uh, you know, the shout outs. You know, just a nice way to thank our beautiful, wonderful listeners, of course. And, uh, of course, also, if you want to take a little bit of time, actually, fuck if you, how about this? How about you will? You will leave us <laughs> a review on Apple. I'm telling you, I am commanding you right now, you listening to me, I'm commanding you to go over to the Apple podcast on iTunes, whatever. You don't even have to have an Apple device. Go to iTunes, search us up on the search bar, leave us a five-star review. That's what I'm talking about. Say something mean, something funny, something nice, something inspirational, motivational, uh, whatever. We'll read it. And we're very thankful for everyone who does. I think right now we have seven five-star reviews something right like now. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting, we're, you know, we're getting there on the road to 10. Mm-hmm. And we're also on the road to TNA Unbreakable 2005 as we watched this week the go-home show to that pay-per-view, TNA Impact from September 2nd, 2005. So here's the first thing I need to say. is uh, Are they not doing TV for a week before the pay-per-view or something? Because... No, remember, they don't go... Wait, what do you mean? Because this is the September 2nd edition, right? Yeah, this is uh, but, technically a week off. But Unbreakable is until September 11th. Oh, I guess not. So they're skipping TV for a week, apparently. I guess they just... TV, yeah, air quotes TV and yeah, fill on TNAWrestling.com. I guess they just, I guess they just didn't do a, an extra taping. I guess so. Just had to get that out there, because I was very taken aback by this at first. I didn't even notice. The dates didn't match. Look, bro, the numbers... What do they mean? I don't care. What do they mean, Mason? What they mean for you What's and Unbreakable, you jabroni, is that we're going to watch it this week for next week's podcast. Unfortunately. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> so, the episode I damn begins, right I will. This episode begins with the final, the final match of the Chris Candido Memorial Tag Team Tournament, as we have Chris Dabin and Shocker versus Sean Waltman and Alex Shelley. Wait, was this the final or was this the semifinal? This was the final. This was the final. This was, this was it. The end. Are you are you are you sure? I'm pretty sure. No. No, because they, they have, have Shelly and Waltman yeah. versus Conan and Lantoy, and they have Saban Shocker versus Sanjay Dutt and Ron the Truth Killings. No. I think the finals happen no, at the pay per view, brother. No way. Yeah. Am I? Going I crack? think they have it at the pay per view, no, brother. No, because the point of this was that the winning team would be in the fucking fatal four way tag team match at the pay per view. I swear, 
But but don't they say that that's just a triple threat with with no it's Team a fatal Canada? no it's a fatal four way. Hold it's, on, it's, let, it's me, AM, let me no, let me let me let me go look at the, the paper. Yeah. It's the Naturals, AMW, Team Canada, and the team that won the tag team tournament in a fatal four way. What's the name of the pay per view? It's Unbreakable, right? Yeah. Unbreakable yeah. 2005 card. You're in the backstage area of Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling podcast right yeah, now. Where yeah, we have I'm, to... bro, I'm telling you, I'm not smoking derbs or nothing, bro. I'm, I'm on it right now, and I'm telling you, I'm almost certain this was the final. I think you are right because yeah. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see. Yeah, because what the fuck? You know what? This is, this what is, is this random ass fucking tag team week. match on the card? Who is this random ass tag team? Yeah, that's why I guess. Because it says on the Unbreakable card, the four way will be fucking the Naturals. Alex Shetty, Al, Al, oh wow, Alex Shetty, Alex Shelley, and Johnny Candido, who's not even in this tournament, versus AMW and Team Canada, A1 and Eric Young. Okay, so last week there was a there was a quarterfinal match, which was Kip James and Petey Williams versus Conan and Lance Hoyt. And then, according to the end of my notes for that match, they were supposed to take on Waltman and Shelley in the, in the semi, but... Yeah, you just don't have that as a note. It's the first match on the card. No, because the first yeah. match on the card is Saban and Shocker versus Waltman and Shelley. Yeah, right. No, now. it's not. What? Yeah. Did I did I watch the wrong show? Did I watch the wrong show? Uh, somebody watched the wrong show because I watched this show and I was yeah because it was uh yeah Waltman and Shelley take on um. Are you a week hey, ahead, dog. Andrew? Did, Did I accidentally get? I think she watched the show after. Oh, oh no! So I probably got baited by the fucking. Uh, you got baited by the, by the fucking click Impact. through. Yeah, I got ah! baited by Impact Plus being a piece of dog shit. This episode of Taking Liberties Pro Us Pod is unironically not sponsored by the Impact Plus membership because no, that shit's lost. Surf's is so ass. It's very ass. And I didn't it's take notes because I watched this show at work. So uh, Oh, so me and my, my couple a... pages of notes yeah, have an ass to... is gonna have to carry oh, this. Let's idea. go. <laughs> oh. We're gonna have to Frankenstein this show together, yeah. Sick. So I have Oh no, there no is another week before the pay-per-view. Is there? Because I didn't see it and they were called. Yeah, there's September second oh. and then September ninth. Yep. Okay, yep. So that explains it. Is that I opened September second, yeah. went straight to full and screen skipped ahead. and didn't notice that it changed the episode. See, this yep. is why yep. this is why when I watch Impact, I intentionally scroll it all the way back to the start before I leave the page. I was the last person to watch, so I can't be blamed. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> All right, so <laughs> this is gonna be scuffed as hell. We love y'all. All right, uh, 
So Alex Shelley and Sean Wallman <laughs> versus Conan Lance Hoyt. All right, yeah, yeah, y'all are gonna have to handle the TNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, no, it's the semifinal match. I will try my best from memory. Fuck. From memory and Max's notes, I'll try my best to put this together. Um, uh, but you you go, Max, and I'll I'll fill in any mental notes so, notes as I get them. To to take you behind the curtain a little bit, Andrew usually does the play by play. I just kind of write down what I think is cool, which is like what I do for my AEW review. Because I assume if you're if you're listening to a TNA podcast, you know the the basic up and downs of a wrestling match. So. I just kind of, I, I never start with, like, move by move. I just kind of write down what I think is cool or what sucked. Yeah, dude, I have a whole so, week's worth of notes that I can't even use till next week. <laughs> Same thing happened to me, what, last week? So it's yeah, last week. Weeks ago? One of those. Um, I think it's, I think yeah, Sean I Waldman goes through a roll, th- a roll through clothesline, and it did not look good at all. Uh, They go for, him and Conan do an early-ass double down. And I was like, I'm already very done with this match, and I put it on 2x and watched the whole show on 2x. Damn, um, Damn you watched I it didn't... on 2x, huh? Damn, you went overdrive. Yeah, I, I was, well, one, this is when we thought we were going to review it a couple days ago, and I, I had to watch oh, it yeah. at 2 o'clock yeah, in the morning. We were, yeah, we were scrambling. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't, has Lance Hoy always had this tramp stamp on the yes, back? Yes, yeah, that's always, always been there. That's like, how I know of, well, it's not, I'm not going to say that's how I know of him, but that's how I always knew who it was. I, I don't know remember, why, but it's I was it, watching it, a tall dude in doubt. If I saw the tramp stamp, it was always Lance Hoy. A tall dude in doubt. Yeah, <laughs> if I saw the tramp stamp, it was always Lance Hoy, yeah. Um, yeah, man's got the wings. Fucking, I just, I, I can't with this motherfucker because... It it looked really oily, so it almost looked like he got a new tattoo. <laughs> took took the bandage off and then just put a lot of lotion and body oil on it. I'm like, Maybe, this looks like I a mean, brand new fucking tattoo. I feel like he's had it for a while. No, he's definitely had that tramp yeah, stamp since easy. I've been watching. Yeah, he's, he's and I've been here since like February of 2005. Yeah, he's, he's had yeah. it for a good little bit. And uh, okay, uh, yeah, just real real tramp stamp hours, I guess. He's always had it. It's always been like the Lance Hoyt thing, honestly. I do remember yeah. at one point, Waltman kicked him right in the fucking face with like a spin kick. Yeah. That was just, my next like, note. Of course he him. did. He's yeah, a fucking worker. Yeah, just pelted him. I think it was right after uh, Hoyt did a back body drop. Waltman got up and just kicked him in the fucking face. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you did your back body drop spot? Well, now you're gonna get a kick in the head, kid. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Um, I... But... But going to the finish of the match, uh, Kip James interferes for some fucking ungodly reason. Because Conan there's is a, there. Yeah, he, he just hops up on the apron. And yeah, and there's a low blow by Waltman. Waltman hits the face buster, and Waltman and Shelly win the match. Yeah, so yeah, Waltman does the low blow onto Lance Hoyt. So yep. even on his knees, you know, he's still got to like reach, reach all up. the way up to ah. his balls. Yeah. So it looks really awkward, and then you see yeah. Lance, you see six foot nine Lance Hoyt taking the X factor, and it's very awkward. And, yep. Okay. So it sucked ass. Again, I did not watch this show, mm-hmm. but from a business perspective, and oh, you know, boy. my I don't actually have a true business perspective. From a business perspective, you know, we talked a little bit about the, the Lance Hoyt and Abyss feud and how that shit was just not a good idea. Yeah. And so now on TV, TV air quotes, mm. 
you have this red hot baby face so you're already cooling down after that fucking loss to abyss right mm -hmm. and then you have him get pinned by sean waltman when conan was right fucking there yeah well you don't see, know about that one conan bro. there's something later with conan i guess that's why they didn't want to pin him but yeah yeah but it's so i mean i agree yeah no, i agree too point, it's the wrong you, I mean, at this point, it seems awfully apparent that they're cooling off Lance Hoyt because uh, I assume they don't have any actual real plans for him. No, of course they don't. They never do. Literally, they never do. I mean, he leaves, I want to say, in 08, 09, and becomes Vance, Vance Archer. Archer? Yeah. Yeah, my favorite character in SVR 11. The best ever. Yeah. His shitty theme. Yeah. Yeah, best character, best theme. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the uh, heels win. Yes, indeed. As as noted and by then, me giving away what the match will be next week. The heels win, and then all the uh, the other matches, or I guess the other matches, babyface be babyface. So yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, but following that, we go to backstage with our boy Shane Douglas. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's that's of course. Honest, that's literally the same thing that's in my notes is tournament match, Shane Douglas. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the same formula every week. Uh AEW also follows it, which is hilarious. Uh they go backstage with BG James, Ron the Truth Killings, and then of course fucking Jeff Jarrett has to come up talking about talking about the Fed and talking about People jumping ship and coming here and taking our jobs. You bro, yeah. So Jeff Jarrett, more, bro, I'm sick of this fucking. So guy. there's more talk it's of Black horrible. Wednesday, and there's more talk of TNA management. Hey, remember that time they're the out to Fed get us? Fired a bunch of people. Yeah, they keep saying you know TNA management. They're out to get us. They're out to get everybody. And uh, so yeah, he's talking to Killings and BG. And then K Dog comes back. He's like, "What the fuck? You guys are back here lollygagging and shooting the shit with yep. this snake? Well, I am in the ring. I just had to fight off Kip James. What's up, bro? What's up, and he's bro? like, "What the fuck?" And then uh, Killings is like, "Oh, he's uh, he's, he's he's trying to watch our back. He's got our her best interests at heart. He's <laughs> telling us that TNA management is up to something." Who? Jeff Jarrett. TNA management. <laughs> And then Conan is like, don't trust this fucking guy. He's clearly a snake. He doesn't have your best interest at heart. I have our best interest at heart. He doesn't have anything to do with us. And then that's pretty much the whole segment. So, yeah. TNA management is out to Brother, get Brother, I don't everybody. know what they're trying to do with this. Jeff Jarrett isn't the one running the whole thing here. I no. guess. Like, 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 if we're going to keep treading the water of the wwe fired like 20 people a couple months ago and jeff jarrett is the one bringing these motherfuckers in no brothers tna management it's larry zabisco clearly yeah duh and before him it was uh dusty tna management yeah Jay, not the guy who owns the company I don't and know actually makes the, the decision <laughs> who jarrett, who do they think their audience there has nothing to do with tna management what are you on about who is their Bro, especially right now when they're on the only the website, who is their audience? Literally, when you try and <laughs> I don't know, they're just lying. Uh, fuck, fuck, kayfabe. This is a blatant lie. This is a lie. They're lying. Do be a lie. People. I mean, I guess they don't want to say 
Hand of Energy is trying to hire up all the people that uh, TNA or that the Fed fired a couple months ago. No, Jeff Jarrett is the one bringing all these motherfuckers. Dixie in. Carter really likes the WWE and really wants all these people to come in. I, I, they can't say that. So Dixie Carter loves Rhino. She wants to be Gorg. Yeah, and she will. So and the next match was uh, the next match was who was it, it was Daniels Christopher Daniels Shark versus Sharkboy. Yeah, so Curryman, uh, how did this match go, Max? Uh, this match has a fun little start. Um, you know the basic good old uh, X Division wrestling, good stuff. But something I kind of noted is, I thought this was Sharkboy's shot that he got from winning at a pay per view a while I'm ago. So, oh my God, bro, yeah. he won a match. But, at but, but this isn't his shot either because no, it's, it's not, not technically an X Division Championship match. No, but that's what not. I originally noted Dude, it as. I remember, I literally remember harping on this like weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. That mm -hmm. Shark Boy just inexplicably never got lost his X Division yeah. Championship shot after winning a shootout. Dude. So this is mm -hmm. his not match. This is just an exhibition yeah. between the two guys. Yep. Um, and of course, you know, since this is building to the pay-per-view match, uh, Christopher Daniel loses. Oh well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really? So AJ comes out. Oh my god. And distracts Daniels. And, and he gets yeah. wrapped up in a small package. So, by yeah, Daniel, <laughs> Daniels had this one. He had this match firmly won on several occasions. I forget the move that he did in which he was going to put away a shark boy, but he ended up lifting his shoulder, getting it, getting up into Angel Wing's position, and then babyface AJ Styles comes out to distract Daniels. Why didn't Joe do it? Babyface AJ Styles comes out to distract Daniels, and he's standing on the ramp. You know, he kind of comes up to the ring or whatever. He, he backs up, puts his hands up, and then... Daniels turns around and gets fucking school. Actually, it was a small package. Gets a small package. Yeah, it was a small package. Yeah. Bro. So, uh, Shark Boy, I guess, won so he could keep his future X Division <laughs> championship yeah. match um, or whatever. A, or whatever. An X Division championship match. You know what? You know what? Oh, man. I'm going to be honest, bro. Some of the decisions, and I mean, I harp on this every week, every week, but some of these creative decisions are nothing but bad. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. They're dumb. You know who should have come out? Samoa Joe. And Daniel should have won the match anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But no. he should have just been like. Can't do that. Sorry, he, he should have he just kicked out of the small package at the Angels Wings and then flipped off Joe. Bro, the small package should never even happened. He should have turned around, booted that fucking jabroni, pulled him in, <laughs> angels' wings, stared at Joe the whole time, and got the three. That's what should have happened. That's what I would have had happen. You know why? Because Shark Boy already lost his fucking title match months ago when he was waysided by whatever the fuck they're doing now with the Super X Cup. And, and all the bullshit. Like, bro, I hate it here. I'm sick of this fucking company. Yeah. I'm sick of it. So This shit's horrible. I agree. So this was not the go-home, right? Because what's the pay-per-view? No, no, this is not the go-home, no, which I, I really thought it was. It. So you, wa you watched the go-home. Yeah. So two weeks before the pay-per-view, 
the champion loses to Shark Boy. Indeed. Again, I'm fucking sick of. And this it's it, it's crazy because you know we all love Shark Boy. Oh, I love Shark, but Boy. I don't even know like what t- is he even jobber tier? Like where? I mean, he's, he's like he's a winning jobber. Right he now. he's the thing is the thing about Shark Boy is he's you know permanently sick, but he's never ever going to be a viable contender. So yeah. I mean, even I feel like if you built up David Young enough. In his devastating spine buster, <laughs> right? Something, something. <laughs> but like shark, because look, I mean, Shark Boy is like five nothing, one nothing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who? He always gets beat up. No one ever is gonna believe that Shark Boy is that dude. And I love this coming from a Shark Boy fan. Shell, yeah, yeah, exactly. shell, shell, yeah, yeah, shell, so, yeah. Who does this help? This didn't help Shark Boy. Shark Boy got his ass kicked the whole match. The entire yeah. whole match. So, dude, I don't know who this helped. It def you know what it really didn't help? The pay-per-view buy rate. That's for damn sure. Oh, I bet who it wants- didn't. Who wants to see a champion who can't beat fucking Shark Boy defend his title against Samoa Joe and AJ Styles? True. We can talk about the buy rates uh, when we get to that, though, thankfully. And I'm going to guess it right again. Five. <laughs> Damn so, straight. Mark and his group of friends. What comes next, Max? Uh, the following match is another semifinal in the Chris mm. Candido Memorial Cup. Chris Sabin and Shocker versus Sanjay Dutt and Ron The Truth Killings. Would you be surprised if I told you who won this match? Killings. Well, hold on. Three Live Crew slash Killings has a remixed theme. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, cool. they Another do. Another thing I missed. Yeah. Next, you're going to tell me David Young fucking spinebuster Jeff Jarrett through the goddamn canvas. I don't remember. I don't even remember if David Young was on this show, but, you know. Well. I can only I can only hope. No, there's no David Young next week either, so that's a no. Uh. So yeah, um, uh, tag thing. I mean, I remember mainly it was uh, Dutt and Shocker. They're not on the team, right? No, yeah, they, uh, Shocker, yeah they're not on the team. Versus, yeah, old dude, so and young dude. Dutt and Shocker were doing lucha. Wow, lots yes. of lucha man things. Lots of lucha. Yeah, yeah. they do a lot of lucha. Are they working the uh, were they working the the right side? Uh, I think Shocker did at one point, actually. Yeah, he Shocker definitely did. They were they were working the right. Yeah, he's working the right. So they were they were doing lucha things. I remember one time at one point, I want to say it was Sanjay. No, yeah, I want to say it was Sanjay who just did like a fucking soccer kick to Chris Saban while he was in the corner. Yeah, he so, does a, a big PK to Saban in the corner, yeah, which he, is like, what up the what the I wrote down for that was Jesus down. fuck, Dut fucking kicked him in the face. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Bro. Um, the other things I wrote down for this match, uh, Sanjay does Austin Aries' little elbow, and it looked way better than Austin Aries's. So I thought that was kind of cool. Elbow? Yeah. 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 The little, little charge up elbow, but he only he doesn't sit there for five million hours. He just drops it, and it looks stiff. And okay, it looks good. Okay, but did he hit it on Shocker? Uh no. I think he hits it on Aries or on on Aries. Jesus, on Saban. Pretty sure. So. I want to say, 
if I remember correctly, Max, wasn't this, uh, or wasn't there a can they coexist spot in this match? And then it was just fine. Bro, it's the semifinals uh, or past uh, that. I don't, I don't think so because I mean, because well, wasn't there a misunderstanding between Fabian and Shocker? If there like, was, I don't Fabian? remember it. Because I, I want to say, and I didn't write it down. I want to say, <clears throat> Saban was going up for the cradle shock or something, and his uh, Sanjay's feet ended up hitting shocker or something like that. So there was a, it was a bit of a can they coexist? Like shocker was really upset or whatever, and then mm. they I want to say when they were both bickering, Sanjay hit the crossbody on the both of them, which led to nothing. And then Sanjay won with La Mahistra, or Saban won with La Mahistra. Yeah. And then after that, they went back to bickering. So it was like, a, yeah, can they coexist? But and it was, yeah, and it was like can. a very yeah, sudden, very weird Mahistra <laughs> ending too. Yeah, they can. Yeah, <laughs> but can they coexist? Yes, they won. Yeah, yeah they won. So like in the match. Well, the the crowd wasn't into it because it was babyface and babyface. Well, that's always a hard dynamic to get over unless one of the babyfaces yeah. is like, uh, and like no one aggressively more over than the other. It's weird to say because no one was really working heel. I mean, I guess you could say Shocker was being a bit more aggressive, but no one's really working heel. No one's really working so, heel. Yeah. So the dynamic was just completely fucked. Yeah. See, yeah. I have, I have, I have visionary future vision. So oh, yeah? I know things. Mm. Yes, I know things. So this all makes a lot more sense to me now. Fair enough. That's all I'll say. Fair. So what's the next match? What's the next? Is Shane Douglas next? No, Shane Douglas is not next. We yes. only see Shane Douglas one fucking oh. time on this show. That's restraint. And I commend them for that. Now let's get a show, an episode with no Shane Douglas oh, on whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses, brother. You know that's how about I will have an episode all wrestling. How about that? Mm, nah, none of this backstage bullshit. Nah, that doesn't make sense. Um, next match is the alpha male Monty Brown Ooh. versus everybody's favorites, Sun and Siaki with Apollo. See, when you said everybody's favorite, I thought you were about to say Buck Quarter Man. That was me real mad. No, you, I, I man, don't fuck with Buck. No. But All like, right. we love Sunny Siaki and Apollo, don't we, Andrew? Yeah, we love them too, but they ain't no god. Oh. They are not Buck Quarter Man. That's for sure. Yes, because oh, I think there's one. I think Buck Corbin has one more match left in Impact before we never see him again, Damn. and it's in like December. Damn. So I I was really excited for this match, and then it pisses me off because TNA loves to kill me. Sure. So, a couple of the notes I had before we get to the shitty fucking finish. Um. Uh, Sunny Siaki does. A swinging neckbreaker that's literally out of WWE 2K14. So that popped me. Yeah, he did I do that. I swear, every time I watch a TNA show, they just do a move out of the 2K game or out of WWE 13 and WWE 2K14. It makes me happy. Yeah, they're visionaries. Um, Kip James for the second time in this show runs down to the ring and takes <laughs> yeah. out Apollo. Why? And and Siaki, who hits the neckbreaker and pins Bonnie Brown for more than three seconds. So yeah, oh so right, he hits the breaks, breaks his count. He, yeah, he hits the. To neckbreaker. look at Kip's, at, to look at Kip James yeah, on he the hits outside. The neckbreaker. The ref is not distracted. This is the one time the ref is actually not distracted. 
So he hits the neckbreaker. Kip James comes out to attack Apollo. And then, you know, he hits the neckbreaker, cover. And he's just covering him. And the, the ref's just staring one, at this? No, the ref counts. No, one, no, the ref is counting. One, two, and then Apollo just gets up. And he or, looks at Kip James. Yeah, he just, Sonny just Sonny, gets up? Sonny, yeah, Sonny Siaki, he just oh, yeah, gets Sonny up. Yeah, Sonny does, yeah. And he just uh, stops the cover. Bro. He, he turns his back, turns around. Bro. Kip James. Bro. And he gets out the ring. No fucking way. Yes. You're, bro. Yes way. That is some next, that's some next level dumb baby face syndrome. Yeah. Like. He, he literally had the match. <laughs> he just left. And he just so, left. He's like, yeah, I yeah. pin Money Brown. I would be like a fucking world title contender after that. Nope, just left. Just yeah, so Siaki dives at uh at Kip. Yeah, big, then, baby face house show dive. Yeah, I think it was and like then a or something. Or, fucking, of course, Money yeah. Brown hits the pounce. It yeah. looks great on the outside, and then <laughs> the ref throws the match when. Monty Brown grabs the chair. Not when he hits him, when he grabs the chair from under the ring. Wait, 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 hold on. You're telling me there's actually disqualifications in this yes, fucking Yes, there is a DQ ending to this match where Monty Brown grabs the chair, automatically gets DQ'd before he even hits him. And now then, I'm... I don't know if Monty Brown gets pissed or if this is just the planned spot, but he does the, I'm going to put the chair under your chin and then slam your head Thunder. to the ground and make you yeah, look like yeah, you. Yeah. I just yeah. broke your windpipe. The guillotine yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the so guillotine spot. It looks I, sick. I don't know. This is TNA. I have a very hard... I find it very hard to believe that this match actually ended in a DQ. I feel like they're going to rule it a no contest. Like, in the official... They, they might have. In the books, it would have been considered a no contest. Because I can't remember the last time we've actually heard the word disqualification. I really, I really do wish we had a video version of this podcast already. Because, bro, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm like just rocking back and forth yeah. in my seat with fucking pure anguish and anger at this company. It's really fucked. Yeah, it's so fucked. So, okay, so you're telling me the ref? All right. So you're telling me. The referee threw out the match simply because Money Brown grabbed a chair. Yes. Not only that, Money Brown then went to attack whoever the fuck it was. Was it Sonny Siaki? Yeah. Whoever. He attacked Sonny Siaki with a chair after the match. Yeah. Which would have still been grounds to rule a disqualification. Yeah. And, you know, award the victory to Sonny Siaki. But no, it's a no contest. But. Actually, you know what? I specifically remember thinking at one point that. Sonny Siaki should have won this match because I'm pretty sure before he even got hit with the chair, after he did the dive onto Kip, Kip did attack him. Then that's a disqualification. Yeah, but it wasn't ruled that way. You know, Sonny should have won the match when he fucking pinned Monty Brown off a neckbreaker. Well, should have. I mean, he shouldn't have won this match, no. but at least he should have won this match. Yeah. And he chose, Sonny Siaki chose to not win this match. He did. Because he's dumb. Dumb babyface syndrome. Yeah. Correct. All right. So, what else is, uh, what's next, Max? Uh, what is next? Good question. The next match is the main event of the evening. Mm. <clears throat> okay. See, so, this is where I accidentally misled the boys uh, in our private conversations. 
Because next week's main event, <clears throat> oh, baby, that shit made me mad. But we'll get I mean, I literally have one note for this main event, so literally I mean, one. But take it away, brother. I don't even fucking remember it. Yeah, because it's it's horseshit, oh, and it went on for like yeah, 10 minutes, okay. and it sucked. Um, This is Chase Stevens <laughs> with Andy Douglas and Jimmy Hart oh, versus God. James Storm with Chris oh! Harris. It's Team Canada versus AMW, brother. Yeah. Bro, um, not Team Canada. Yeah. Bro, the you're cause, me... It's the cause versus AMW. It's the cause versus AMW. Yeah. And I'll be completely honest, main? I don't even remember the finish because all I wrote down was, what the fuck was this finish? I mean, I literally just watched it, witnessed it with my own eyes. So I can tell you the finish, but I, I, I don't know if you got anything else. I don't remember anything else from the match. I right, literally so just match. could not care. Well, I mean, fuck I haven't match. seen the match, but fuck, fuck that the match. match. It was boring. I, I do remember it being boring. It um, was very finish... boring. It was very caw. Very so, shit. Who was it? It was, uh, it was, it was Andy Douglas, right? And it's Chase Stevens Storm, uh, Chase uh, in Stevens the match. Andy and... Douglas is on the outside. Okay, so it was Chase Stevens versus James Storm. The match is garbage. Um, <laughs> yeah. At one point, yep. I remember that Chris Harris was trying to intimidate Andy Douglas on the outside. At one point, there's some... Did he have the handcuffs? No. There's some cheating. I'm pretty sure Andy Douglas just blatantly gets in the ring at one point. The ref tries to hold him back. So, Douglas, or Stevens and Storm do a double super kick. On each other, so they both kick each other in the face. And Lance Storm or no, James Lance Storm, Storm. <laughs> yeah, Jay, the better Storm. Sorry, excuse me. James Storm falls like a fucking sack of rocks. Just the worst landing you've ever seen. He, you can tell he blew the finish as soon as he landed. So he landed like next to him, but he kind of had to like shuffle, move around awkwardly, <laughs> like shuffle onto the rope. Because what the finish was supposed to be was Chris Harris. <laughs> Chris Harris simply pointed in the other direction, like he pointed at uh, Chase Stevens or whatever, or whoever the fuck, whichever one was on the outside. Andy Douglas. He <laughs> Andy pointed Douglas. in that direction, <laughs> and the ref was like, "Huh? huh? What?" So he turned around. <laughs> yeah. He turned around, and as he was doing. Fuck all. Chris Harris pushed stormed off the ropes onto the natural in the ring, and that's how he got the win. So yeah, that that's what it was. That's it so was horrible. Dumb. Yeah, the face. Hey, hey, yeah. Look. Yeah. yeah. Look. <laughs> A distraction. So distraction. <laughs> <I> guess. <laughs> Fucking match sucked. Show sucked. Everything. You know, the, you know, you if this really, was a go home show, I, I was gonna be really you concerned. Miss, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll come back to y'all next week with the with the breakdown of the go home. Yeah, but yeah, that that was a September second, two thousand five episode of TNA Impact. I can't believe how much we got out of that that segment too. Man, fuck, I fuck. <laughs> Good job, Marquise. What a fucking show. <laughs> Good memory, brother. Good yeah. memory. Hey, I was just oh, yeah. the ride. Hey, I was listening to the podcast while recording. <laughs> True. So yeah, show sucked. Um. Don't bother watching it. Don't. Just, uh, just take our word for it. Brother, don't bother watching Impact from 2005. Yeah, please Generally, don't. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't. Start no It's six. a bad decision. It's a mistake I made. Start 
when Kurt Angle fucking yeah, just save yourself the anguish. And when Kurt least, Angle joins, I'm going. I'm just after, gonna. I'm gonna feel a, a big joins. weight lifted off my shoulders. Excuse me. Yeah, at least start after Christian joins. Don't start now. Yeah, we still got two months. Yeah, we started way too early. Oh. Yeah, you said how about all of 2005? Uh, yeah. You whore. I know. But again, this isn't the TNA podcast. No. This is the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling podcast. Yes. So we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. Hypothetically, theoretically. Theoretically, off and on the record, if you will, we could simply stop watching TNA. We could. But uh, we love suffering, don't we? I mean, we're too deep in the shits at this point. Yeah, we are just too deep. Been too long. I mean, I, I like being submissive and breedable for Jeff Jarrett. What about you guys? No, uh, it's his world, brother. I'm, yeah, it's his world. Come I'm, on, Andrew. I'm actively growing more and more tired. Oh, so I mean, remember the first week I'm when I cussed this motherfucker around? You're like, Jeff Jarrett rules. Yeah, now you see. Yeah, it. I was be- look, bro. There's a certain level of irony in damn near everything I say. Mm-hmm. Like when I say things like Buck Quartermain is my favorite wrestler ever or whatever <laughs> you know it's it's quite possible i might not genuinely mean that whoa you're being sarcastic that's crazy well, yeah i hit the slash s bro slash s <laughs> yeah, i'm slash s oh brother something like that but yeah like i said that was impact next week's the go home and then after that is the pay-per-view which means we need to find a way to coordinate it better yes yeah that's a future issue yes uh that being said it's time for another rousing round of our weekly who is the biggest tna geek ass loving ass nerd segment the good old game of 20 questions of course criteria being a tna superstar or team or faction maybe one of these days i'm just gonna find some non copyright music to place over this segment so i don't have to just keep editing True. the silences <laughs> just put on the uh just put on the uh the delta waves and shit you know get a nice nap in something <laughs> yeah but of course as i was saying criteria being a man or a woman superstar tag team faction from tna 2005 up to the early part of 2013 if that's about the point Marquise and I stopped watching Impact. Uh, this week, the order will be different than normal. So, actually, I will be the first one asking questions to brother man, homie boy, Marquise. So, I assume you have your your uh, your person or whatever ready. Yeah, I thought of them about uh, 43 minutes ago. Cool. Yeah. That's a good Sick. number. Yeah, yeah. We've been recording for forty-three minutes. Yanni so. <laughs> Lasagna. Sick. All right. Sick. Well, there's only one place to always start this. Are they male? No. Oh, this is already. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. This is already a fucking travesty. All right. Let's go. Are they a former Knockouts champion? Yes. Are they white? Yes. All right. I have like fifty million names in my head. Were they in a faction? Or group? Let me check. Yeah, I just got this. You gotta, you gotta yeah, ask the scientists? I, uh, I, mean, I, I, uh, I think the answer would technically be yes, but 
considering, but let me just check. I'm gonna say, uh, ask the scientists, ask the people in the lab. It's all good. What, bro? I'm not gonna cheat. I'm no cheater. Cheating? Cheating. Cheaters. No cheating allowed, you hear, son? We're coming back. We're coming up with an answer from the scientists. Yeah, the scientists are uh, there. They're percolating. They're and ruminating. Percolating. Yeah, they're checking the. They're checking the logs. Oh, I see. One of them's printing out the answer from their from their uh, receipt paper. Too bad this lab is like six hundred feet long, so it's gonna be a bit of a run before we get it. Here it comes. Imagine running. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> All right, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Hey, if you're listening to this right now, get up and do it, jumping jack, for me. For Max. Do it for Max. Please and thank you. One jumping jack. You can do it. Okay, so according to the scientists, uh, technically the answer is no. Okay? person was not in a faction. They were never in a faction or a group, huh? No. Sheesh. All right, is it Taryn Terrell? No. Oh. Marquise, can you send them to me by chance? Yeah. The person is? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Um, Have they ever worked for the Fed? <laughs> yes. Is it Mickey James? No. It's a good one. Are they a former women's champion in the Fed? No. Okay. Women? Woman. Woman, yeah. Okay, well, that already narrows it down quite a lot. Oh. But I'm... Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the connotation of that. Oh. Because you know damn well, and for true, that I don't know a damn thing about these damn women. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, this woman... Ah. Uh... When did you start watching Tina? Like 2008. Okay. And by starting TNA, I, I watched like two episodes and didn't watch again until Jeff Hardy debuted. So. Fair. You mean re-debuted, brother? Yes. But I didn't know that at the time. Uh. Alright, is it winter? No. That's always such a good one. Well, it's just... She's one just of these days, it's going to be winter. I mean, she's perfectly obscure. Yeah, one of these so days, like, it's going to yeah. have to be winter. It's going to be winter. <laughs> yeah. So, like, fuck it. Winter is coming, huh? Yeah, not in, not around these parts, it's not. No. Uh, no, nope, not on my parts my either. My tenth question, I got to get this to tie Max's current score. Oh, man. Um... Alright, so, white woman, mm -hmm. white woman who's been knockout champion, mm -hmm. never been WWE women's champion, mm -hmm. I presume that also includes Divas champion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. Um, who's not, oh boy. Mm. She's giving me some fuck shit where, like, for some reason the beautiful people aren't considered a fucking faction or a group for some reason. 
but I know there's no way. There's no way. Um, no. Because those like those two, those other <clears throat> two who are still viable answers are not obscure enough yeah. for, for this to be no, troublesome they're, they're for not, me. They're not. Oh, boy. Knockouts champions? Just to get out of my mind, is it ODB? No. No, okay. Making sure. I had to get that one out of my brain. Always it's a ten, good one. It's ten questions now. Ten more. You know, one of these days, I need to take the time to go scan the list of knockouts champions just to save myself the fucking <laughs> trouble from now on. I need to. I need to go do some research. Me and the scientists, we gotta have a chat. Fair. Yeah, I need to go like do some research so I can get rid of this weakness. There's still a couple of questions you could ask to narrow it down. Um. Really? Damn. Anything further than they they worked for the Fed but weren't champion? Yep. Honestly, bro, I'm trying to think of white women in the Fed that were never women's champion. In the grand scheme of things, it's really not that many. Fair. <laughs> I keep... <laughs> Just for the sake of asking to get this name out of my mind... Even though I know damn well it's not her. Is it Christy Hemi? No. <laughs> yeah, for some reason that popped me fucking huge. Um shit. Question twelve. Yeah, bro, goddamn, I gotta do some fucking research. This is rough. I didn't think the women would be such an Achilles heel for you. No, they are, because I don't know a damn thing about like any of them. I mean, there's only like at this point, I'm trying to think of women that worked in both companies that were never women's champion. Yeah, I mean, there's still some questions that you've left on the table for sure. Okay, is this a singular person? Yeah. Okay. See, I could ask something like, "Were they ever a knockouts tag team champion?" But that would that wouldn't do me any favors because the only. I'm gonna tell you right now, the only two people I know for a fact Eric are not Young gonna, and we're Eric, Yeah, we're the only two I know for a fact. That does not help me at all. <clears throat> I mean, I think it's probably just a safe assumption. I mean, it's not Winter, but I feel like it's a safe assumption to just assume that Winter was once the knockout tag team champion. I mean, I just assume. I mean, yeah, because it's Winter. Yeah. I assume that they probably gave her the whole fucking women's division at some point I'm sure they did i don't exactly remember that time too well but like oh sure. she's oh she's hot she's and yeah. tall she's hot and tall give her the yeah. fucking everything um oh. oh i think i just oh i got somebody for next week just now yeah it's winter <laughs> no it's not winter <laughs> oh christ gonna have to look this person up though because i can't exactly remember their name but i remembered that they existed Knockouts champion and white woman worked in the Fed was never their champion, and it wasn't Taryn Terrell. <laughs> no, it was not. Fuck. See, then we eventually just come up to the point where I'm having a hard time even thinking of names at all. Like just thinking of women who have ever worked in TNA. Period. This is like abuse. <laughs> And even worse was that when you sent it to Max, he was like, oh, shit. 
I wasn't like a, uh, this is an obscure person. Well, it's I had that person obscure, on my list. It's just like, fuck. Oh, you had that person on your list? I, it was on, it was going to be my next week's person. Mm, sorry, I had no time to think. Oh, else. no, it's honestly, it's fine. I don't but matter. Yeah, I, I have a couple. A good, it's clearly a good. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it's one. me that. <sighs> Fucking Andrew, you need to go back and watch your knockout, Sonny Boy. I need, honestly. No, I need to go on Wikipedia and look at the list of knockouts. No, yeah, you cheating yeah. whore. It will help me. Not gonna help I just need you. to look at the names. Uh huh. See, I just need a list of names in my brain so I can start just spouting them off until I get what I want or I don't. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, because genuinely, like, I just have a hard time even remembering women who ever even worked in TNA. So, what is this, question 13? Yes. And I've been stuck on it for over five minutes because I can't think of any names or questions to help me narrow it down. She is white. She's a former TNA Knockouts champion. She's right. never been about, in a group. How about, uh, uh, is she blonde? No. Okay. Um, so that eliminates like all of the beautiful people. Well, yeah, but I also already assumed it wasn't any of them. True. Those names are already out of my mind. Fair enough. For sure, eliminates Tiffany. <laughs> it's definitely not Karen Terrell. And we've had Taylor Wilde, so you know it's not her. And I don't even know who that is. Oh, that's right. She's blonde. Good lord, Andrew. <laughs> I also don't know who the fuck Taylor Wilde oh, is. Gosh. Oh my god. That's so, the, the only, crazy to me. The, the only Taylor I that's know incredible. is Taylor Hendricks. Taylor okay, Hendricks. Taylor Hendricks is also really cool. but I mean, I can tell you who it isn't. Based off the list. It's well, not Madison I mean, Rain. I, simp- I mean, I can simply look at the list and see that it's not Madison Rain. Rosita or Taylor Wilde <laughs> or Daphne blonde, so you knew it was Daphne or Daphne yeah I didn't see her at the bottom of the list uh white woman without blonde hair Christ <laughs> <laughs> fuck it is not winter nope it's uh, not winter not winter Oh, um, I'm in the home for infinite losers right now, bro. This is the worst. Former knockouts champion white woman does not have blonde hair. Never was never champion in the champion. Oh. The only thing, the worst part is that I think the only thing less distinguishable about like a person would be having like brown hair that's like the most indistinguishable shit ever yeah oh no <laughs> are they still currently active uh within like the last two years at least no she isn't she hasn't been active in the last two years all right, so she's like pseudo retired. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, it still doesn't help me that much. <laughs> Were they on TNA television in 2012, 2013? Uh, I mean, if not, then it's a serious wash. 
Probably. I want to say, yeah, yeah, she was for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely was. She was. I don't know if I can answer for her case, but yes. Around the time I stopped watching. Yeah, she was definitely around. Let me just confirm, but I'm fairly sure. <laughs> yeah, that's when she started fucking winning belts. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you said it, so. Yeah. <laughs> This is their is best that, run. That means <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm sure you're going to kick yourself because I know you know her name. You, I'm sure you just I'm can't sure I do, but I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at straws trying to think of a white woman with, I presume, brown or black hair, I presume, who was knockout champion, worked in the Fed, was never their champion. And is currently pseudo retired. Yeah. Yeah, all that criteria is not ringing any bells for me. See, a name that always comes up, even though I know damn well, I'm, I'm not asking, I'm just saying, is fucking Jessica Cabot. Because for some reason, I was really into her before I stopped watching TNA. What? She started having a really good run right when you stopped watching that's why yeah that's like when so she like, was that's, that's getting why big I always think about her because she was having a run all right but so someone, but you're telling me someone else was having a run at that time you're on question 14 <laughs> no i'm struggling got six more bud i I'm believe doing my, in you. i'm doing my best to talk through my thought process but I, I bet the viewers are just screaming it right now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. sure. I'm sure listeners have a good idea who this, this is. But again, women, uh, women wrestlers in general are an Achilles heel for me historically. It's probably one of the easier ones that could have been chosen as well. I agree. Is this person like white? White? Or are they like really tan for a white person? I mean, they have a tan, but they're obviously white. True. Because, I don't know, sometimes it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I'm not about to hear some bullshit where you're like, oh, I'm not sure about them being white. Okay. Bro, um... I've seen the Taz discourse for years. <laughs> Italian, bro. A lot of people didn't know that. That popped the fuck out I of me. I know damn well he's a... Bro, I can tell by his voice. Oh. I've seen a lot of people say <laughs> that the Taz was a brother. They don't necessarily understand I never, it. I never thought. I it. never thought. I never it thought it either. I thought that's a very Guido man. I can say that. Okay. Yeah, you can. You that's can say that. Guido yeah, right you, there. Can, you can say that. Uh. Because again, you say it's one of the easiest ones, but like if it isn't one of the beautiful people or winter, it's not easy. <laughs> Honestly, I'm impressed you got Daphne last week. That was a shocker for me. I was proud of you. Thank you. Although I had to really wrestle around my brain to get that one. Um, damn, bro. Who the fuck was in the Fed? Alright, did they wrestle in the Fed during the Ruthless Aggression era? Yep. Yes. Alright. So, 
five questions left. All right. So that's like 2002 to 2008-ish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, now at this point, I'm just running down the list of women who weren't in the Gruthus Aggression era that were never champions. Oh, that's... You'll be here all day. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to run through the non-blonde bitches that also worked in TNA later. <laughs> Honestly, some of the names that are coming to mind are so absolutely incorrect, it's funny. <laughs> like Oksana. <laughs> Why is that in my mind? Definitely not Oksana. I know. Hot. If you really don't think you got it, I would just start throwing names out there, brother. Well, see, now I'm at the point where I'm searching for names to throw out. Like. See, I'm going to be so mad when you tell me who it is at the end of this. So I guess I'll start spitting more names out just randomly, I guess. Uh Tara. No. Fucking uh I'm gonna really catch another zero, that's crazy. Yeah, I literally need to go look at the list of all these people because this is way too much of a weakness. Four questions left. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I'm just going to start speedballing names even if they make absolutely no sense. Melina. No. Uh, fucking, uh, Tori Wilson. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a sh fucking yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, so I'm going to start saying some nonsense I, shit. All right. Uh, I understand. I understand. Ivory. No. <laughs> For the creme de la creme, because I know absolutely fucking nothing. How about, uh, how about, uh, fuck it, how about Jazz? No. All right, who the fuck was it? It was Brooke Tessmacher. Brother, I forgot she worked for the Fed. Oh, I didn't. She's I an did extreme not. expose, brother. I don't. Yeah. I wasn't ECW, yeah. bro. What the fuck? I mean, I wasn't really watching ECW either, but I was watching Extreme Expose. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let me tell you something. I also didn't know that Brooke Tessmacher was a former Knockouts champion. Yeah, she won a couple won times, three times. That's nice. Believe and she, she was Gail Kim for it once. She was actually a former tag champion, so that could have been a question that you could. And that still would have meant nothing to me. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take that massive L because, again, I don't know a goddamn thing about women in TNA who aren't named Gail Kim, Awesome Kong, any of the beautiful people, or Winter. But yeah, Brooke Tessmacher, Miss Assmacher, as they called her. Uh, True. Yeah, see that? Her name wasn't even in my brain, bro. Fair enough. So I'll take that L. So I remain at 27 points. I'm not going to allow this shit to go on any longer. I'm going to look up the list of every every woman who has ever worked a dark match in Impact. I'm going to know their name. I'm going to know their name. And we're no longer going to have this problem. Because okay. I'm sick of it. It's evil, and I hate it. Well, I already God. got my person for next week. I just have to look up their name. Because I forgot. But I know they... Even... 
to hardcore TNA fans, I'm sure this person's going to be considered obscure. Oh, wow. Well, that being said, I think it is now uh, Max's turn to ask me questions. Indeed. Whoa. Shaking it up. So whenever you're ready, Max, you can feel free to begin. Is this a singular person? Yes. Are they male? Yes. Were they ever TNA slash NWA World Heavyweight Champion? No. Were they ever X Division Champion? No. Were they ever Tag Team Champion? No. Are they around in 2005 TNA? Yes. Are they white? No. Alright, bro, there's only a few people. <laughs> it is really only a few people. Is it Sunny Siaki? No. Is it Apollo? No. Solid guesses, but no. Uh, is Come it on, Conan? No. That's 10. He's playing the lightning right. round right now. I mean, just but a I mean, bunch of shit criteria. coming I mean, to my head. I mean, he's got the criteria to just fucking start throwing names at me. Honestly. Uh, Sanjay Dutt? No, that's already been a person. Oh, idiot. First person on the fucking board. I'll give you, I'll give you that one back, because I'm nice. Oh, you're All a right. sweetheart. So, you're up to ten questions, then. Okay. Not white. Is a jobber, more than likely. <laughs> uh. Damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> True, but damn. Uh. Is not white. Is a male. Why am I blanking on this? They're in 2005 TNA. Oh, brother. I honestly didn't hear your answer for has or hasn't been champion. What was it? Hmm? Has, have they been? Never been. Never held any title any in title? TNA. Any title in TNA. Never wow. Held any title in TNA. Uh, and I'm not guessing this. I would really fucking hate you if you said it was Shark Boy because Shark Boy. That'd be fucked. Yeah, Shark Boy's a white person. <laughs> no, he's that a shark. Suck. Are they human? No. Are they? <laughs> no, he's a fucking troll bait. Oh man, you know he's from Ten Thousand Leagues Under the Sea or whatever. So. Yeah, bro, he's different. The eleventh question. Wait, were the is it is it Monty Brown? No. Okay, because I know he never won a title, and I was going to feel really bad if I called him a jobber. I had to get that off my conscience so Monty Brown doesn't come find me and kill me. <sighs> I don't, you know, if Monty Brown listens to this podcast, that'd be, I'd be happy. That'd be an achievement. I'd be very happy. I mean, yeah, He'd that's true. I'd be pretty happy with it. Work. Yeah. Fuck. There's only like one, there's only a couple more people I can think of, and if you actually have chosen a jobber, <laughs> that's going to be real fucked up. Is it a person? Okay, yeah, this is a genuine question. Is it a person that I have seen so far? You, if you yes. think or yeah, remember, on yeah, on TV, yeah. Okay. Fuck. I really can't think of anybody. Keep thinking. Think your heart away. I'm trying, brother. <laughs> I, I clue, I clue oh, is our... it is it fucking is it ah? He's got two 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 
double letters in his name. Is it Jarrell Clark? No. no. That's, a, Fuck. that's a crazy guess. That was my guess, honestly. Yeah? Shit. Yeah, that was my guess. Because I'm like, I'm trying to... Fuck. No, I... I, uh, I Jobbers? Clued, I clued Marquise in on who this person is. Who was my next guess? You're on 14, friend. God damn. Six points left on the board for you if you can get it here and now. Yeah, but who the fuck is left? <laughs> uh, evil. It's not evil. I know it's not. But it is. No, y'all y'all doing women. Like on all me. all the evil, fucking jobbers that come to mind are fucking white. <laughs> well, you're the one saying they're a jobber. Okay, yeah, that's true, but I'm like trying to think and I don't remember like the people that just come to mind when I'm thinking of like non-whites. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, the jobber thing has me in my head. I'm like it's not fucking Zach Gowan or Mikey Bats. No. Not those weirdos. Uh Fuck. The shocker? Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah! 100% guapo. Yeah! 1,000% guapo. Yes, Fucking sir. Guapo. Six points for Mac. Also, it sucks that in TNA's uh, canon and kayfabe and lineage, the NWA Light Heavyweight Junior Championship doesn't count because no, but I knew about has that. won that one. Yeah, but he has won that title. He has won that one. So. He is the junior I was kind of second guessing if he ever won the exhibition title or not. No, no. Never, not a single time. Mm-mm. Wow. They brought him in just to lose, pretty much. And uh, really tell you about that McDonald's commercial that I can't find. Honestly, here's the thing about that, though. Is that because of the fact I can't find the commercial, I doubt its existence. It doesn't exist. Yeah. I doubt its existence. So then... I mean, if I can't find it, I'm just going to assume that they're working me. It's the safest <laughs> assumption to make. Well, now... It's time for Marquise to ask Max some questions. Now, I, I Sorry, brother. Max has reached 41 points yeah. in the road to 100. Yeah. 41. All right, Marquise, when you ever right. you are ready, you can ask me some questions. Is it a man? It is a man. It's a man, baby. Are they white? They are white. Are they in the current TNA sphere that we're watching right now? No. Have they ever wrestled for the Fed? Yes. Have they ever been a TNA... Or NWA champion? Yes. Are you saying main champion or just any champion? Main champion. Yes. Have they ever been in a faction? Yes. Is it Bobby Roode? No. Good guess, though. We got seven? Eighth question now? I think you're on seven or eight. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on question, question eight. <laughs> um... <laughs> Has been a TNA champion, has been in a faction, has worked for the Fed. Is white. Is white. Hmm. Have they ever held a championship in the WWE? The championship or a championship? A championship. A championship, yes. Absolutely. 
Is it Eric Young? No. Good guess, though. Assaulted the list. Also, what title did Eric Young hold? He was the teenager. Uh, and the Fed? Oh. NXT? He was the, no, I think, I think they were definitely oh, wow. NXT yeah, tag no. champions, right? Yeah, Let me look it up. Really sure. I don't know. Honestly, bro, if you told me Sanity never won a damn thing in their careers, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh... Oh, yeah, no, they, uh, no, they were NXT tag team champions, okay, but it was yeah. Wolf and Young. <clears throat> oh, then... But yeah, it is not Eric Young. Okay, so they are white. They have won a title, the world title in TNA, and a title in the Fed. They have been in a faction, and it's not Eric Young or Bobby Roode. So I think we can eliminate Team Canada as a faction. It's the faction. Because I know PD hasn't been champion. Unless he made some resurgence that I'm not. (laughs) I would not do that to y'all. I would not. Uh, We're doing two thir- two anything past 2013 does not count. Okay, so or past what y'all know who, does not count. Oh who? Tina consulting the list. Is it Bully Ray? I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> that was what nine? Damn, yeah, good job, Marquise. So, Remember, 11 points. Woo! Faction question was good because he's been in two factions. Yeah, that's because I was like, all right, so it's either. Um, well, you know, my thinking was obviously narrow down all the people who've been in the Fed and been in TNA. Bully Ray is the only person that I can think of that has been that's held a championship. He's held the hardcore and the tag team tag, belts. obviously in the tag team belts. And um he was in eight Never won the main title in I the Fed. Say, yeah, he never won that. I want to say he was in Fortune. Fortune, maybe? Or no, I think he was in Immortal actually. Yeah. He was in Immortal and Immortal then in also. he was in and Immortal then Aces and Eights. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Nice. God, nice, nice, nice. Sick. I want to watch that. I, I want to watch I, that. I can't believe I was the person that got fucking the best run this week. No, I was gonna say I can't believe that I was the person that had to uh, guess both Devon and Bully Ray. True. What man? You just love three D. I guess so. All right. Well, with that being said, I'm gonna quickly run down. The current scores of the Who is the Biggest TNA Geekcast Love and Ass Nerd competition. So we have Marquise at 30 points, myself, Andrew, at 27 points, and Max at a still dominant 41 points. Yeah. He's almost halfway there. I'm struggling. I'm not going to let y'all debate me anymore. I'm done. I'm done with it. I. I've taken two zeros in this competition, and that just can't be had. And so with that being said, we are coming upon the penultimate episode of WWF Tough Enough, which of course we watched this week. Season 1, episode 12, subtitled, Beware of Rattlesnakes. Mm. Yeah, I wonder who's going to be Oh, hell yeah. The Rock? Shark Boy. Ah, true. Yeah, big. Rip. I mean, I yeah. I thought it was gonna be Raven. 
Yeah, Raven's coming through. Yeah, he's going to talk about how he's the human cancer. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah. He's going to talk to Maven. Cut up from mm -hmm. a, a Raven. Program. Raven's going to recruit yeah, Maven. You want to wear fucking, uh, you want to wear a jean shorts and an Alice in Chains t-shirts, bro? Yes. So we open the episode with the group practicing some suplexes with Taz, 1Z. Mm. Uh, Al reminds everyone that this is the final seven days of the competition. We're coming to the final week. The upcoming yep. Friday, assume this is Saturday, so the next Friday is the last day. Uh, Josh hits a sick-ass arm drag on Maven with a B-roll. They're finally starting to look like wrestlers. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just they a, actually start to look good. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but in the B-roll, while the coaches talk about the contestants, they show people doing some shit. Josh, albeit not too smart, uh, asks Al to show him how to do a moonsault while they're at the gym in Titan Tower. All right. So, I don't know... How Josh can't do a moonsault for shit. No, uh, nope. He can still do more of one than I can. But all right, so here's I guess I have a bit of a skewed opinion. Uh, I've always kind of been flippy guy. <laughs> like I can do flips. I could do a moonsault fairly easily uh, if I wanted to. And so again, my my opinion is a bit skewed. But I don't understand how the fuck you end up going like sideways and well. Okay, like, I can I can they tell were, you they were doing Josh was doing what Shadrick did when Shadrick was doing flip bumps, except Josh did it doing moonsaults. Indeed, S just well, you know what that over anticipating. Well, well, no, I can tell you what it is that Josh was doing. He was scared. Yeah, he's scared he and he's over anticipating. He was. He was literally, because I mean, you could tell from the final one he did in this episode that he was clearly afraid of the bump, even with the crash pad there. Yeah. As would I be, because I don't like going backwards. Yeah, that's kind of scary. I mean, it, uh, it's, I guess, it's not really something I can speak on because it's not a fear that I've I mean, ever you, really had. I mean, you've seen me try to do front flips at the goddamn trampoline part, bro. That shit's hard. It's difficult. So everyone's back at the house. A visitor rolls up in a limousine. We see a blonde woman in leather pants and boots exit the limo first. And then we see Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my note says, oh, hell yeah. Old Stone Cold rolls up to the house. Damn right. Yeah. So Steve rings the doorbell a couple times. For some reason, no one's ever rung it before, so the group is no, like, what the fuck is that? Is that? It's the doorbell, dingus. What the hell is that, man? Josh is like, oh, it's the clock. I heard it earlier. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the clock. clock. And, then, and then they say, and then Chris is like, do we have a clock? We have no, a clock. No, no. And then Arn pulls out the clock. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, so fucking everyone, everyone goes outside like the back door and walks around the house to the front. Yeah. And Steve's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't be you can't be waiting. You can't be waiting, son. Yeah. And like, oh, we're so sorry, brother. So they let him in. But uh, you know, the boys go in first and he's like, Well, hold Idiots. on there a second. Don't you think you should let my wife in first? Gotta let the woman in, man. Come on now, son. Yeah, so he I mean, honestly at this point, he's just fucking with them. I mean he's in 
full stone cold character mode. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, he's I he's, mean, he's in like, gimmick. They know, he's they ready. know that they're being worked. Yeah, but I, uh, I I hope they do, but it didn't seem like they were. It seemed like I they mean, were just very awestruck. Nidia at one point even said, like, yeah, he's full character mode. Oh, true. But yeah, so they're you know, they get Steve to sit down on the couch and they start, you know, picking his brain a little bit and he's sharing road stories and there is a lot, and I mean a lot, of exclusive footage of this specific section. Uh something I noticed was that Steve didn't seem to be quite all there while yeah. he was talking. His words were a little shooting around. Yeah, a little bit. You know, and knowing what bit. I know about slurred. what I what I know about Steve Austin, you know, in mid mid to early two thousand one, he's, you know, probably not having the greatest time right now. Uh, you know, and Deborah's there, so that automatically makes me think of not great things. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he's he's, ta- he's telling stories and whatnot, and Maven asks Steve about what made him want to get into the biz. He regales uh, them all with the story of him and his boys watching the Von Erics and the Freebirds on Friday nights, and then go to the TV tapings on Saturday, and and you know he eventually yeah, comes yeah. across an advert for a wrestling school headed up by gentleman Chris Adams. He got he got twenty five minutes of ring time a week. And after five months of training, had his first match. I don't know how you were ready to have your first match after only getting trained for twenty five minutes a week. But yeah, so you know, yeah, because he said he has to. He had a fucking times twenty five minutes, so that's not a lot of time. No, it's not. Because yeah, he said he had to uh, split the time between like twenty five, thirty dudes. So imagine, yeah, bro, imagine a wrestling class with thirty fucking dudes in it. I mean, that's basically what. I mean, like my a wrestling month later, class was a month later. They're not all going to be there, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, wow. that, that's the biggest thing. Is we know we know them boys. I mean, yeah, you get a fucking you know fuck on them a little bit. Just not start breaking the legs and <laughs> yeah, shit. Don't Jesus do that. Christ! Start breaking legs. Whoa! Get the best of breedable, and then I will break your legs. Yeah, I mean they they broke fucking Hulk Hogan's legs. So like fuck it, just break them all. Just not yeah, become like me. Become Max. Yeah, so, you know, Steve's telling his stories and speaks about his experiences in the business and touches a bit on his time in WCW and ECW. And in my notes, I wrote, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's either been drinking or he recently picked up a fresh concussion. Bro, yeah, he just sounded... He, he mainly just sounded disinterested. He just didn't want to be there. I agree, I agree. He picked up a new concussion, is very well worded, and it was very witty, and I enjoyed it. Fresh concussion right off the press. Here you go. Bought that shit for free 99. (laughs) (laughs) So then we head back to the tracks, and Al breaks up the crash pads for everyone to do some moonsaults. So, go ahead. I I just wanted to say, because y'all didn't mention it, before he goes to talk about road stories, he was talking about little guys doing all these big spots. He's oh, like, yeah. Josh, do you do do you like doing those big old flippy moves? Oh yeah, he's like, and he's, like moves. He, he's like, yeah. And he was like, Well look here, son, that's good. Good for you, but for me, I got two fucking neck surgeries and a bunch of screws in my head. I don't do that shit. 
Don't flip unless you have to, son. I'm like, oh my I god, I need, I need, I need Luchasaurus to watch this fucking little talk right here, brother. Well, I, mean, I need I, I, every big every, man doing every shooting big star man presses. Needs to stop doing yeah, I mean, shit. he he mainly just said, you know, those flips need to be. Meaningful. It needs to make sense. Yeah, you can't just be flipping for the sake of flipping. Yeah, because yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the crux of what Steve was trying to tell him was that you know even if you're gonna do flippy shit, there needs to be meaning. So right. like you have to understand why you're doing those things and where to put them and whatnot. But yeah, so that's just something know. I get very uh, I get very particular about. Like I like when there's a couple big moves for a big special match, but I don't want you doing shooting star presses every fucking week because you're a big guy and you want to do it. Yeah, there's nothing I dislike more than seeing like Lance Hoyt do a fucking tope over the top or whatever. Like stop doing that. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah, so we go to the tracks. Doing some moon salts, and Josh in the confessional says that he views his size as, a, as an advantage because he can do stuff the biggest guys can't do. And in my notes, I wrote, "Lo and behold, in about two years, dudes larger than him will be doing some of the most insane and ridiculous shit you've ever seen at that time." Yep. So yeah. Josh just, just can't hit a straight moon salt, and reality sets in for him. There was one point where uh, Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski also tried the fucking moonsault and almost broke his fucking neck. Yeah, dude. No one commented about that because yeah, he, he almost neck. Oh I mean, my his, god! His I was landing, like, dude, this is why you had bro, so many concussions. Are like, are like elbows his, and knees. His landing was worse than all of Josh's. Like it, Josh was turned in the air and he was landing kind of awkwardly. Okay, but okay. He would Chris, he would land Chris, Chris he would land his great. knee. Okay, he would land sure. on his knee. Yeah, he was straight, but like he smacked his fucking head against the mat on the way down. <laughs> Like that's not a better landing. Okay, but he was straight. Sure, that's better than Josh. He was coming through with the fucking Phoenix Splash minus the landing. I mean, but like, I guess at least the way the way Josh was doing it in his head, he oh, just he put too much weight on the mat. He just put way too much weight. Uh, it seemed like on one side, so he just land on his left knee the whole time. <laughs> Chris definitely was gonna break his fucking neck. Chris, yeah, Chris. I'm sorry, brother. That's why you got so many concussions. Yeah, I can't believe none of the uh, none of the trainers said anything about. Yeah, that. they didn't they say shit. Well, that Chris Nowinski's not busting out a motherfucking moonsault on TV, brother. Okay, so why is he learning it? To show Josh that he sucks, which is essentially what he says when he's back in the confessional talking about, you know, well, shit. If I can't a moonsault, there's no way I'm getting signed. Which true, because you're like five foot flat. And all of 110 pounds. What did he say? Like last week, he's 130 pounds. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he said that with his chest. He did. But yeah, I mean, literally everyone else does a moonsault, and all of them look better than Josh's. Yep. Mm. All of them look better than Josh's. I don't care about the landing; they all looked better. I. That's like saying. Come on, like it, every other that's mechanic, like saying, every other mechanical part of the moonsault looked infinitely better than Josh. That's like saying that Brock Lesnar does a better moonsault than Billy Kidman because it was straight. You mean shooting star? Yeah. Yes, he did do a better shooting star than Billy Kidman. Okay, but he also broke his neck and custom. Yeah, and he stopped doing it. That's the point. You stop doing it when you fuck it. I want to do it now. Better. If he hurt himself doing it, that doesn't sound okay. But better Brock still has a better shooting star than Billy Kidman. How much do you guys think it would take for Brock to do it today, he right do it. now? He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't. Uh, dude, dude is so rich, he doesn't care. 
He wouldn't do it. That's fair. You know that that's a dude's fair. Dude's got take. so much, bro. Dude's got so much dollar dollar that you couldn't pay him to do some shit off the top in general. It just depends on if he's got the right opponent. I think. Fair. I think Ooh. the right opponent could. Okay. Talk okay. How about this? If he got in the ring with Kurt Angle, maybe. Maybe. If he got if he got back in the ring with AJ, maybe. Maybe. But that's I mean, a huge. He's not bro, that's like. A big I mean, obviously, he wouldn't do a fucking shooting star in a match like with the one he had with Dean Ambrose. Like, of course, he's not. You mean where he actively did light work? Yeah. Because he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not gonna do something like that. So it would have to be an AJ or a or a Kurt Angle. I mean, he, even Roman, he's not. I feel like even his matches with Roman, he didn't work as hard as he did when he wrestled Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles. Nah, he loves working small guys. Because this is bread and butter. Because little dudes will sell their ass off for him. Yeah. And that's what imagine, makes it look good. Imagine being the guy that's 5'9 that's not going to sell for Brock Lesnar. That's not You're going to sell. Yeah, that's not a good idea. You're going to sell. <laughs> so then John Gerbrick calls the house and lets everyone know there's going to be a challenge coming tomorrow. we got a big one, ladies and gentlemen. So Better bring your now, boots. So now it's tomorrow. Yep. And uh, they, they, they hitch a ride. They get in the car. And they arrive at a rock quarry, which when they first got there, I said a quarry-like structure as a meme to myself. But they're like, it's a rock quarry. It's like, ah, fine. Yeah. Uh, the first challenge is to swim across the lake in the quarry as fast as you can. Of course, like every other challenge they've ever done, Josh just ass blasts everybody at this. Good swimmer he is. Uh, Chris is not a very good swimmer at all. Dude was doggy. Dude it was doggy. So this was... I was honestly wondering this. I was like, so they're just going to have the contestants do a challenge without... Like, clearly this is a surprise challenge, so what if none of these people could swim? Get them a floaty. I guess. You can't, I feel like you can't really have a challenge that's bro, beyond the physical limitations here, of the people. Okay, but here's the thing, bro. And, you know, no shade is being thrown out, but I am throwing out shade. If you're a grown-ass adult that can't swim, learn how to swim. Bro, that's all I gotta say about that. I guess sometimes there's just no need. What, bro? Learn to swim. If you live in fucking Bumblefuck, Iowa, or wherever, they got lakes. They got a lake in Iowa. They got oh. corn. They got corn lakes. They got corn and potatoes. They got corn in the water. You get that. You I'm gonna say as a, as a as a disabled man, I was embarrassed for Chris because I can swim better than him. Well, brother was grown, Harvard graduate. What was he a football player? Yeah, couldn't he played swim. Bro, I don't know that. Terrible. He was absolutely terrible. If you don't know how to swim, go fucking learn. Good time. It's a really good workout too. Swimming's great. So then, it's like the best workout you can do because you're literally using your entire body. It's awesome. I could walk in water. I'm Jesus, man. You can too. <laughs> Jesus, man. So the next challenge is to climb a large, steep hill made of rocks. Climb it simply. Simply, just get up and touch Gubrick's foot at the top touch of the my hill. Foot. Lick my the, lick my feet at the top of the quarry. Just just run up it. Run up and touch his foot. Yep. So Nydia goes first. She shows some real uh, drive and determination as she runs up the hill and gets pelted by rocks that are coming down on top of her. She makes it to the top. Fairly quickly. Uh, Maven rushes the hill fast as shit. Yep. 
He rushed that shit. Bro, right he up. looked like right a up. fucking animal going up them shits. Yeah, bro, he just knew it. 24.1 seconds. He just knew what to do. Yeah. And then Josh killed it even faster. Mm-hmm. Was it not even faster? No, maybe one oh, by yeah, like three tenths of a short. second. Just short. Yeah. I think he had 21.4 and, and yeah, Josh is like 21.7. Or something no, like that. No, it was Josh 21-4, Maven 21-1. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, it was, was three-tenths like of a second. All right. Yeah. So then, Chris gets his opportunity. Oh, boy. And he goes up, and he's he's right there. He's so close. Yeah. No, and the rock slides, yeah. and he falls down. Ew. And And according to the confessionals of the other contestants, this went on for about three minutes. Him minutes. Minutes to climb this hill. Sounds like he's been a little hard-headed. Which, when he was going up it, I was like, okay, this looks just like the football uh, training that I Yeah, know. so he should crush that. Yeah, that I know that football players do. But nope, I guess he just kept getting rock slid. All the way back down. But yeah, uh, Josh says that Chris handles failure in these challenges like a fucking baby. Which is true. He yeah, 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 yeah. He's a little baby in Holy shit. Yeah, something like that. Good cry. Gonna cry? I'm gonna cry. Little Goblin Jr. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, we go back to tracks. Ivory is there. She says some complimentary things about the cast members, but she specifically wants to take Maven out for drinks. <laughs> she did say that. She wants to I fuck said... Maven. She yeah, said, I literally uh, said, Ivory want to fuck Maven? I then. She said, you know, Josh is cool or whatever. Chris is a bitch. And Maven is hot. <laughs> I just want to take him out to cocktails. Yeah, like cocktails. Whoa, yeah, cocktails. Co- not tails. wine, not beer, cocktails. No, she wants them. Yeah. She wants the dick tails. She wants penis tails. Dick she tails. Wants Ooh. We get it. <laughs> she wants dick. <laughs> so... It's just shark tails with dick tails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone gets to do some moonsaults off the crash pad. Al jumps for joy every time someone lands one. So... I ascertain that Chris definitely did it the worst. Uh, Agreed. Nydia's was also pretty rough. I mean, she did it. She went over. But, bro, she was, <laughs> it was also inches very bad. away from fucking I mean, flipping yeah, herself. Yeah, that, that one was She rough. was inches away from breaking her own neck because she landed in the... I mean, she, she basically did the Kurt Angle moonsault, except she actually just didn't move. Like <laughs> up and down. Yeah, she just went up and down. I was like, holy shit. I mean, Mavens were fucking. Wonderful. Maven did a moonsault from the corner good. to the center of the ring. So yeah, yeah he, he was, was gone. He was yeah, he was fine. But yeah, uh, Chris takes his chance to impress the coaches as the competition winds down. Does his moonsault. The biggest thing though that I also noticed when they were doing the moonsault, uh, at least the earlier ones, going with the crash pad. Josh was the only one attempting it from the top, and everyone else was attempting it from the second rope. Were they? Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why, you know, of course, Josh's landings are going to be a bit rougher because he's the only one fucking doing it right. <laughs> True. Yeah, so then it's Josh's turn to go for a no crash pad moonsault, time to break your neck, sun type moment. He's hesitant, but manages to land a what I called three fourths decent moonsault. I mean, the best moonsault was, uh, without a doubt, it was, uh, what's her name? Taylor? Taylor's? Yeah. Taylor's was pretty good, too, yeah. 
Al it, was Taylor, is... it was Taylor's or Maven's for me. I liked Maven's a lot because he just fucking darted to the center of the ring. It was nice. Agreed. Yes. Lead assaults. But yeah, that's why it was not great, at least for me, because those lead assaults are yeah, those lead assaults too close to injury for my liking. Well, you know, if you don't nearly kill yourself doing a move, is it worth doing? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not worth doing, actually. Yeah, so Al's proud. He's happy. He's like, yeah, you guys don't entirely fucking suck ass. That's awesome. Yep. I did my job, kind of. Uh, he gives him some positive words of encouragement. And uh, Gubrick and Al begin to find it difficult to decide who's going to win this competition since the finale is next week. Which we will cover on the next episode of the Taking the Reese Wrestling Podcast. Because this one oh. is wrapping up. Yeah. Thank you all. So, 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 so much almost, for listening. This is almost as long as our fucking Pavery episode from a couple weeks ago. Don't worry about that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the 40th. That's right, 4-0-T-H. Big 40. Big. We're pouring out the 40. <laughs> True. Pouring out for the boys. <laughs> Pour one out for the homies. Of the Taking Liberties Processing podcast. Of course, follow us on Twitter. I'm telling you, I'm telling you to follow us on Twitter. No more asking you to check us out. None of us. No. No more formalities. We are no I longer asking. Wait. I am telling you right now, open Twitter on your fucking phone, bud. On your browser, bud. Follow at TLProRestPod to see uh, random clips from the stuff we watch and random tweets. Information on Patreon content, even. Of course, we have a Patreon. We do. Patreon.com forward slash TOPRSPod. I'm not sure if I mentioned that before, but we also have some content. Thank you, Max, for heading up our, our uh, side division of our Taking Liberties brand. We're on every podcast platform under the sun, yada, 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 Google, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, of course. Uh, shouts out to the people at Pod Bay or whatever. Yeah. Y'all are crazy. The ones that I fucking already forgot about that i listed out earlier yeah, yeah i mean that was almost two hours ago yeah but uh yep of course leave us an apple review we highly appreciate those five stars of course uh anything else from you boys before we head out of here uh i uh, i would just say I, i'm just gonna try to push it one more time check out the patreon yeah. uh one dollar five dollar ten dollar tiers takes a dollar. every tier Every tier gets to see the AEW reviews. And if you have any reviews for things you would like to see to be headed up in the $5 and $10 range, if you want to see Fed pay-per-views, if you want to see ECW shit, if you want to see Japan shit, it will be available on the Patreon. Just fucking tell me what you want me to review and I will review it because I have no life and I like wrestling. So, (laughs) smile. So, again, follow the Twitter. Yeah. And whenever yeah. we announce Patreon content, simply write in the replies what you'd like to see. And I'm yeah, sure Big can actually get on it. We also are still working on a special uh, Patreon thing for the $5 and up tier, which yes. we'll get on whenever we yep. have the fucking time. But as the boys know, my work schedule is a load of horse shit. Yep. So, Goddamn right you know, it is. Don't worry about all that. Of course. Thank you so much for listening to the 40th episode of the Taking the Reese Pro Wrestling Podcast. I've been your host, Andrew. I have been Marquise. And I have been Max. Thank you so much for listening. And we are out of here. Bye-bye.